Scripture quotations taken from the NASB, copyright the Lockman Foundation. Welcome back to the Daily Bible Reading. This is week three, day three. We're going to start our reading in Genesis chapter 32. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, great God, we know that you love us and want what's best for us. We pray that you would lead us and help us to follow your leading and not try to do things our own way and get you on our side, but to be on your side. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Genesis 32. Now as Jacob went on his way, the angels of God met him. Jacob said when he saw them, this is God's camp. So he named that place Mahanaim. Then Jacob sent messengers before him to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, the country of Edom. He also commanded them, saying, Thus you shall say to my lord Esau, Thus says your servant Jacob, I have sojourned with Laban and stayed until now. I have oxen and donkeys and flocks and male and female servants, and I have sent to tell my lord that I may find favor in your sight. The messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to your brother Esau, and furthermore he is coming to meet you, and four hundred men are with him. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people who were with him and the flocks and the herds and the camels into two companies. For he said, If Esau comes to the one company and attacks it, then the company which is left will escape. Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, O Lord, who said to me, Return to your country and to your relatives, and I will prosper you. I am unworthy of all the loving kindness and all of the faithfulness which you have shown to your servant. For with my staff only I crossed this Jordan, and now I have become two companies. Deliver me, I pray, from the hand of my brother and from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, that he will come and attack me and the mothers with the children. For you said, I will surely prosper you and make your descendants as the sand of the sea, which is too great to be numbered. So he spent the night there. Then he selected from what he had with him a present for his brother Esau, two hundred female goats and twenty male goats, two hundred ewes and twenty rams, thirty milking camels and their colts, forty cows and ten bulls, twenty female donkeys and ten male donkeys. He delivered them into the hand of his servants, every drove by itself, and said to his servants, Pass on before me, and put a space between droves. He commanded the one in front, saying, When my brother Esau meets you, and asks you, saying, To whom do you belong, and where are you going, and to whom do these animals in front of you belong? Then you shall say, These belong to your servant Jacob. It is a present sent to my lord Esau, and behold, he also is behind us. Then he commanded also the second and the third, and all those who followed the droves, saying, After this manner you shall speak to Esau when you find him, and you shall say, Behold, your servant Jacob also is behind us. For he said, I will appease him with the present that goes before me. Then afterward I will see his face, perhaps he will accept me. So the present passed on before him, while he himself spent that night in the camp. Now he arose that same night, and took his two wives, and his two maids, and his eleven children, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream, and he sent across whatever he had. Then Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When he saw that he had not prevailed against him, he touched the socket of his thigh, so the socket of Jacob's thigh was dislocated while he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the dawn is breaking. But he said, 
I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him and said, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob named the place Penuel, for he said, I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been preserved. Now the sun rose upon him just as he crossed over Penuel, and he was limping on his thigh. Therefore to this day the sons of Israel do not eat the sinew of the hip, which is on the socket of the thigh, because he touched the socket of Jacob's thigh in the sinew of the hip. Chapter 33 Then Jacob lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau was coming, and four hundred men with him. So he divided the children among Leah and Rachel and the two maids. He put the maids and their children in front, and Leah and her children next, and Rachel and Joseph last. And he himself passed on ahead of them, and bowed down to the ground seven times until he came near to his brother. Then Esau ran to meet him, and embraced him, and fell on his neck, and kissed him, and they wept. He lifted his eyes, and saw the women and the children, and he said, Who are these with you? So he said, The children whom God has graciously given to your servant. Then the maids came near with their children, and they bowed down. Leah likewise came near with her children, and they bowed down. And afterward Joseph came near with Rachel, and they bowed down. And he said, What do you mean by all this company which I have met? And he said, To find favor in the sight of my Lord. But Esau said, I have plenty, my brother. Let what you have be your own. Jacob said, No, please, if now I have found favor in your sight, then take a present from my hand, for I see your face as one sees the face of God, and you have received me favorably. Please take my gift which has been brought to you, because God has dealt graciously with me, and because I have plenty. Thus he urged him, and he took it. Then Esau said, Let us take our journey and go, and I will go before you. But he said to him, My lord knows that the children are frail, and that the flocks and herds which are nursing are a care to me, and if they are driven hard one day, all the flocks will die. Please, let my lord pass on before his servant, and I will proceed at my leisure according to the pace of the cattle that are before me, and according to the pace of the children, until I come to my lord at Seir. Esau said, Please let me leave with you some of the people who are with me. But he said, What need is there? Let me find favor in the sight of my Lord. So Esau returned that day on his way to Seir. Jacob journeyed to Succoth, and built for himself a house, and made booths for his livestock. Therefore the place is named Succoth. Now Jacob came safely to the city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan, when he came from Paddan Aram, and he camped before the city. He bought the piece of land where he had pitched his tent from the hand of the sons of Hamor, Shechem's father for one hundred pieces of money. Then he erected there an altar, and called it El Elohe Israel. Chapter 34 Now Dinah, the daughter of Leah, whom she had borne to Jacob, went out to visit the daughters of the land. When Shechem, the son of Hamor the Hivite, the prince of the land, saw her, he took her and lay with her by force. He was deeply attracted to Dinah, the daughter of Jacob, and he loved the girl and spoke tenderly to her. So Shechem spoke to his father Hamor, saying, Give me this young girl for a wife. Now Jacob heard that he had defiled Dinah his daughter, but his sons were with his livestock in the field. So Jacob kept silent until they came in. Then Hamor, the father of Shechem, went out to Jacob to speak with him. 
Now the sons of Jacob came in from the field when they heard it, and the men were grieved, and they were very angry, because he had done a disgraceful thing in Israel by lying with Jacob's daughter, for such a thing ought not to be done. But Hamor spoke with them, saying, The soul of my son Shechem longs for your daughter. Please give her to him in marriage. Intermarry with us, give your daughters to us, and take our daughters for yourselves. Thus you shall live with us, and the land shall be open before you. Live and trade in it, and acquire property in it. Shechem also said to her father and to her brothers, If I find favor in your sight, then I will give whatever you say to me. Ask me ever so much bridal payment and gift, and I will give according as you say to me. But give me the girl in marriage." But Jacob's sons answered Shechem and his father Hamor with deceit, because he had defiled Dinah their sister. They said to them, We cannot do this thing to give our sister to one who is uncircumcised, for that would be a disgrace to us. Only on this condition will we consent to you, if you will become like us, in that every male of you be circumcised. Then we will give our daughters to you, and we will take your daughters for ourselves, and we will live with you and become one people. But if you will not listen to us to be circumcised, then we will take our daughter and go. Now, their words seemed reasonable to Hamor and Shechem, Hamor's son. The young man did not delay to do the thing because he was delighted with Jacob's daughter. Now he was more respected than all the household of his father. So Hamor and his son Shechem came to the gate of their city and spoke to the men of their city, saying, These men are friendly with us. Therefore let them live in the land and trade in it, for behold, the land is large enough for them. Let us take their daughters in marriage and give our daughters to them. Only on this condition will the men consent to us to live with us, to become one people, that every male among us be circumcised as they are circumcised. Will not their livestock and their property and all their animals be ours? Only let us consent to them, and they will live with us." All who went out of the gate of his city listened to Hamor and to his son Shechem, and every male was circumcised, all who went out of the gate of his city. Now it came about on the third day, when they were in pain, that two of Jacob's sons, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, each took his sword and came upon the city unawares and killed every male. They killed Hamor and his son Shechem with the edge of the sword and took Dinah from Shechem's house and went forth. Jacob's sons came upon the slain and looted the city because they had defiled their sister. They took their flocks and their herds and their donkeys, and that which was in the city and that which was in the field. And they captured and looted all their wealth and all their little ones and their wives, even all that was in their houses. Then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have brought trouble on me by making me odious among the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites and the Perizzites. And my men being few in number, they will gather together against me and attack me, and I will be destroyed, I and my household. But they said, Should he treat our sister as a harlot? Now to the book of Psalms. Psalm 145. A Psalm of Praise of David. I will extol you, my God, O King, and I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and highly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise your works to another, and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty, and on your wonderful works I will meditate. Men shall speak of the power of your awesome acts, and I will tell of your greatness." 
They shall eagerly utter the memory of your abundant goodness, and will shout joyfully of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and great in loving kindness. The Lord is good to all, and his mercies are over all his works. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and your godly ones shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power, to make known to the sons of men your mighty acts and the glory of the majesty of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord sustains all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food in due time. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his deeds. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of those who fear him. He will also hear their cry and will save them. The Lord keeps all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord, and all flesh will bless his holy name forever and ever. Now to the New Testament, Mark chapter 13. As he was going out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Teacher, behold, what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings! And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left upon another which will not be torn down. And he was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple. Peter and James and John and Andrew were questioning him privately. Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign when all these things are going to be fulfilled? And Jesus began to say to them, See to it that no one misleads you. Many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and will mislead many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be frightened. These things must take place, but that is not yet the end. For nation will rise up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will also be famines. These things are merely the beginning of birth pangs. But be on your guard, for they will deliver you to the courts, and you will be flogged in the synagogues, and you will stand before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them. The gospel must first be preached to all the nations. When they arrest you and hand you over, do not worry beforehand about what you are to say, but say whatever is given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but it is the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child, and children will rise up against parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but the one who endures to the end, he will be saved. But when you see the abomination of desolation standing where it should not be, let the reader understand, then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. The one who is on the housetop must not go down, or go in to get anything out of his house. And the one who is in the field must not turn back to get his coat. But woe to those who are pregnant, and to those who are nursing babies in those days. But pray that it may not happen in the winter. For those days will be a time of tribulation, such as has not occurred since the beginning of the creation which God created until now and never will. Unless the Lord had shortened those days, no life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect, whom he chose, he shortened the days. 
And then, if anyone says to you, Behold, here is the Christ, or Behold, he is there, do not believe him. For false Christs and false prophets will arise, and will show signs and wonders in order to lead astray, if possible, the elect. But take heed, behold, I have told you everything in advance. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers that are in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory, and he will send forth the angels, and will gather together his elect from the four winds, from the farthest end of the earth to the farthest end of heaven. Now learn the parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. Even so, you too, when you see these things happening, recognize that he is near, right at the door. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But of that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. Take heed, keep on the alert, for you do not know when the appointed time will come. It is like a man away on a journey, who upon leaving his house and putting his slaves in charge, assigning to each one his task, also commanded the doorkeeper to stay on the alert. Therefore, be on the alert, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming, whether in the evening, at midnight, or when the rooster crows or in the morning, in case he should come suddenly and find you asleep. What I say to you, I say to all, be on the alert. Well, let us be on the alert for God and his ways and not trying to accomplish our own purposes, which will only fail. Until next time, let's keep meditating on the words of God.